So, technology, huh? Mm. Am I right? Uh, I have this in. This is late, late breaking. Um, I've been handed an envelope. It looks like we've won best <laughs> podcast. Wait. No, we did, sorry. We did not. We won, we, won, we won nothing. This joke will really play well on Thursday when this episode airs. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be nine controversies past that one. What do you think the next one will be? Uh, is there a tech- to, I do not want to think about it. Uh, there's probably a technology controversy we could have, right? Yeah. Apple's circular campus is um, uh, causing earthquakes. I don't know. Could be that. That could be a thing. <laughs> well, that's part of the plan, right? Oh, it's uh, you're right. That I mean, is, when you, that is not a that is a feature, not a right. bug. When you build a giant layer, um, you know, you're 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 basically this is what everything has been leading to. It's an impressive structure, from what I can see. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of wacky looking. Yeah. It, well, speaking of the Oscars, before we leave that topic too far, uh, we should leave. I was, this is no, this is actually a tech thing. I was listen. I part of my living is made with ads, and so I get it. Most of the time, if I'm watching television, it's DVR'd, and my TiVo even has that. Uh, or you can press a button when a commercial break starts, and it automatically skips the entire break and just takes you back to the show. You don't even you don't even see the ads going by. It's just an instant. What push is the even the point the anymore? <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, football and award shows are the things that I watch live, and I guess presidential debates. Uh, but those are fun. But. Um, I was watching the Oscars and I was thinking, oh, I'll see the commercials. And I, like, there was a news story that the New York Times was going to have a commercial, um, which I didn't see. I didn't see any of the commercials because every time an ad came up, that's when I was using either my phone or my iPad, both of which I had by me. And I was thinking about how, one, it's actually part of why podcast ads are a viable business because a lot of times people are listening when they can't be looking at other distractions. So it helps. Um, but two, like, I just have all these... Like, I didn't think of it at the time. I don't think Apple planned it this way, but the smartphone's ascendancy means that, like, you never have downtime. I mean, we've probably talked about that as, in terms of dadship on the other show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I was thinking about it. It's true for me, too. Like, I'm, I never uh, am far from something that's more fun than whatever I'm doing <laughs> right now. <laughs> right? So the commercials come on, like, nope, not watching those. So then I He's can playing check Twitter right or whatever. I'm not, I'm not, my hands are look, <laughs> clapping, <laughs> clapping to prove it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting that like Apple has made it so that if I don't want to watch ads and it's not a DVR show, I still don't have to watch the ads. Hmm. I mean, I yeah, I don't true. know. I don't, I, I watch even less live because I don't really watch live sports. Yeah. And yeah. so there's only a couple times a year where I actually flip on the TV used to be a bit like, Oh yeah, look, the president's giving a statement. Now I don't even want to see that. Um, but no, but <laughs> also you can do so many things online these days too. And then it's just a different set of ads, I guess. So I do, I, I guess I'd see some ads because when I watch some TV shows through their like TV uh, apps on like Apple TV, right. you do see some ads, but as John and I have been talking about recently, we watch shows where all of a sudden there's like four ads for another show on the same network yeah. that we already watch. Well, back I, to back. I, I said this in the incomparable Slack, but I was like, I was watching Supergirl, and at one point it was showing me ads. I mean, it did this twice, I think. It it, it shows you like th- at least three ads in between, and and it showed me three ads for the show I was watching. 
<laughs> Three ads for Supergirl as I'm watching Supergirl. Yeah, so it's a weird holdover of, I mean, obviously that's the way TV worked when we were all growing up. And now, you know, especially since the advent of things like Netflix or even just, you know, things like HBO, right, which has been doing its own ad free shows for years. Um, it's it's not the way that we're used to consuming that content by default anymore. And so, you know, I hear numbers of stories from like friends with kids who are like, man, my kid was like, we were, we were watching something live on TV and my kid was like, what, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that happens uh, every time. Anytime we go to a, a hotel and turn the TV on, um, you know, Hank is Hank is older now, so he doesn't really he, like he's not that into cartoons anymore. But he used, to, you know, we used to like turn on cartoons every once in a while when we were just like relaxing in the hotel room, and the commercial would come on, and he'd just be like, "What? What? Where is my cartoon? <laughs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> Why do I have to watch this crap?" So yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting. It is an interesting adjustment, and you know, the Oscars is definitely one time out of the year that I actually do watch live TV. And, I mean, I still just do what I did when I was, you know, watching commercials on TV in when I was younger, and that's just like I mute the sh- I mute it during the commercials a lot of times. It's not the most elegant solution all the time, but it, it works fine. And especially in something like this, where I I was like multi like you know watching stuff, but also doing stuff on my iPad, you know. It yeah. doesn't really affect me that much. So, for part a, of this actually was, was kind st- of fun. I was watching on the um, I was watching on the Comcast app on my iPad, and I had it picture in picture, and then I had like Slack and Tweetbot up in the background. <laughs> it was actually a, like watching something and having a couple social media apps open is actually a pretty good multitasking usage on the iPad. I find. Like it's one of the scenarios in which that actually seems to work pretty well because I can I was literally doing three things at once like that's that's yeah. about I mean it tops out there you can't really do any more than that but can I actually you apply actively, yourself you can can I actually actively do three things at once <laughs> or more than that probably not there was, I was gonna say there's a there was a good ad um it started up and I was thinking oh is this an ad for uh, the Apple Watch and then I was like oh I quickly realized no it's actually an ad for Rolex. Um, but they had oh, taken yeah, yeah. clips of from famous movies, and it was very much in a style of like that that, that telephone ad that aired the iPhone one. When yeah. Apple first shipped the iPhone. Yeah, um, but it was a, I thought it was a very effective ad. Yeah, no, that one was pretty good. Like, so they took yeah they took the clips from old movies, um, classic movies that you probably recognize. I think I had it muted, but there was a I believe there was an ad for Samsung talking about how yeah. carefully like the quality assurance on their phone because they're trying to dig themselves out of that hole i watched that ad and they um i watched it with sound and that one i actually paid attention to because i saw something on socials like oh my god this ad is going to be for samsung and indeed it was it's like we now check every phone before we sell it to you I was like, hey that's great we were not that's doing a really that great before change. Yeah, right <laughs> just to be clear we've never done this before I think it'd be great if they're showing these conveyor belts of phones and then like one in the background just explodes quietly. (laughs) Didn't get to that one yet. A little smoke came up. Good luck, Samsung. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck, Samsung. I, I I also, I mean, I was part of the, you know, I love live events that aren't super serious. Um, are there any live events that are serious at this point? But like live television events that people enjoy together where there's a constant joke Twitter. Like, I like that. I, yeah. I looked forward to it and enjoyed it yesterday. But the real-time punditry part 
where it's not just like, let's make jokes, well, like, let's analyze it in real time, I don't like. Cause, and it was interesting because, and in fact, Moltz, you made this point, Dan and I had opposite perspectives on how well Jimmy Kimmel did as host. Mm-hmm. Dan thought that Jimmy was not funny, and I'm not typically a Jimmy fan, but I thought that he was funny. Um, I'm fine with that. People don't have to all agree on everything. But like, when no, doing we this don't, Lex. <laughs> when, when, when he did the thing where he's you know marching out the people who are on the tour and they're like ah, experiencing it, half my feed was, this is the worst thing ever and this is like uh, an analogy for how bad these Oscars are, how lousy Jimmy is doing. And, and half my feed is like, this is so great. This is the greatest thing ever. This is so funny. <laughs> it's like... Sometimes you have to just, and a part of this was the point that some people were making, like, can't these real tourists put their phones down and just appreciate the moment versus trying to selfie document it the entire time? But sometimes you have to, like, appreciate the whole thing before we can come in with your analysis, but it's the same way we were with debates and with everything. It's like, here's, yeah, we, right. we are forming our opinions in real time and we're trying to all match them together. I don't know. I don't love that thing. I don't think there's a solution for it, but I don't love that element I mean, at it's, all. Yeah, that is something this technology has enabled, not something that it causes, exactly. right? right? Like, it's just that we have those, like, as events unfolding, we're all just, like, dumping our brains into the into social media, and that's, you know, it's fine, but it also, from a consumption perspective, it is overwhelming at time when it's like i don't know how i should feel about this thing but i'm feeling something yeah and i i think that i'm, I'm asking our listeners and my co-host to join me in protesting no. any article that comes up that's like here's a roundup of tweets from famous people about a thing or here's what twitter was saying about this other thing that's not news that's not a news story yeah it's not fake news it is simply not news <laughs> so let's not click on stories that are roundups <laughs> of other people's tweets all right can we do that it's also just extraordinarily lazy yep yes you yep. know i mean like <laughs> yeah it is literally the least you could it's do. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the least you could do would just be like link to a hashtag. Like, go go yeah. see what these <laughs> right, people right, are saying. But like, you could do that without without saying that it's news, right? Like, that's the difference, right? You can provide that as a resource. Just don't pretend that it's like news. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's also interesting. Somebody posted a link to the. Um, I think Vox quickly like went from. La La Land won, but should it have to La La Land didn't win, but should it have? And it's like, you know, not to take too many shots at all the industries that we're in today, but the, you know, the, 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 the people want to write contrary opinions because it gets attention, right? It's that simple. You say things that are the opposite of what you feel like most people will think, and that gets people to click on it. That's oldest trick in the book. I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't point out that I accurately predicted the Oscar snap. Oh my God, Lex. Not exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think you I asked because Beatty raised the question. Yeah, but we couldn't even stopped it. If he thought it was wrong, he could have said something right then and he didn't. I, well, that, I, hey, I, I, mean, you know what? I don't know what I would have done. I mean, these people, well, yeah, those people are not paid that? to do that. That's not their job. They're paid to go up there and read the, the teleprompter and then read the card. It is it is tough. Like, what do you do at that point? Do you stop the show? Do you? I mean, like, I so I was in the scenario of watching it, and they announced the the first winner, and then I muted it because I was doing some other stuff, <laughs> and I was watching sort of like out know, the corner of my eye, and I saw the guy in the headset come on and start taking the envelopes, and I was like, that's weird. I have ne- I've been watching the Oscars for you know twenty years. I have never seen that. Like, no, they- Dan was watching for twenty years. It was just this year's Oscars. It's just, that's how long it was. <laughs> I, I Oscar length jokes are like the lowest form of humor <laughs> no a roundup of oscar length jokes is the <laughs> <of> the 
<laughs> anyway, it was weird to be like watching it and kind of like quizzically like, huh, that seems odd. And so I unmuted it. And that was when when shit started to go down. But yeah. hey, it was it. You know what? That was probably the most entertaining the Oscars has been in years. Oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we almost I almost like, you know, dragged Hank up to bed. <laughs> like it was like, well, you know, I can see I can see who won the best picture tomorrow. And then I thought, ah, uh, you know, it's just an extra 20 minutes or something. So Yeah, it was pretty it yeah. was you know, that's the kind of thing that you do get from live TV that you can't get from anywhere else you know everybody because there was no way of stopping it because these people were all there on stage and it was happening right now right like that yeah. is i gotta say that the, the is, guy the, um, the producer of la la land was like a champ um yeah i mean yes, it must because, suck right to be up there and be yeah, like but i, I mean did, like I but the win. fact that he was like he was the one who who grabbed the microphone and said nope this isn't what it is you guys won Come on up. Not a joke. Um, I mean, if it, it had was been, so funny when he said not that, a joke, because you could tell right away it wasn't a joke. If it had been the accountant dude, I don't think anybody would have been <laughs> nearly as like. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, the, other, the other technological thought that I had about the Oscars in live television was, uh, and I'm sure that people have experimented with it, and I don't think that it would ever work. Uh, for consumers, but I'm I'm surprised that there aren't more attempts to get us to install apps that will somehow reward you. Either they're going to have great emoji you can use, or you'll earn money, or you'll earn Amazon credit, that if you allow them to be on uh, your devices, that you can get push notifications while you're watching certain live things, so the, the ads that you're ignoring, or the, even when you're watching DVR shows, <laughs> so that the ads that you're ignoring can still be surfaced to you in some way or another. Like, hey, open your app right now and see a thing, and you can earn 10 cents of Amazon credit. Like, I'm surprised that we're not paying people to watch ads. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that defeat the purpose? <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. <clears throat> I really. All right. I try not to. All right, well, we're going to go beyond the Oscars, but first, we're going to pause, because we have an ad. <laughs> Incredible home cooking has never, ever been more attainable, and it's all thanks to Blue Apron, because for less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers easy-to-follow seasonal recipes, along with pre-portioned ingredients, right to your door. They usually put it on the doorstep, but you get the idea. No more overspending at restaurants or high-end grocery stores. With Blue Apron, you can prepare delicious, memorable meals yourself in under 40 minutes. Not to mention, Blue Apron is partnered with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States to ensure that all their ingredients are of the highest quality. They're reducing food waste, and it's delicious quality food that you can feel good about. Not just eating it, but making it and knowing how sustainable it all is. Some of the meals available in March include salmon bacata with orzo and broccoli, pork chops and miso butter with bok choy and marinated apple. Also, some of those things are good weapons in Plants vs. Zombies. Vegetable chili and baked sweet potatoes with crispy tortilla strips. And spicy shrimp coconut curry with cabbage and rice. Check out this week's menu. I really want that salmon, by the way. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash rebound. As always, you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. It's blueapron.com slash rebound. They're on a lot of episodes of the show because you all are clearly buying it. Keep doing it because we want them to keep liking us and sending us food. Blueapron.com slash rebound. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Um, it's we're not We don't usually record on a Monday, which makes this a little difficult for a show because there's not much that's happened yet in the week. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of, I mean... There's some stuff. Is there leftover stuff from last week that happened after we did the show? I guess that's the question. You guys had any technology 
You guys had any technology? You guys done anything with technology? You, guys, you, you like you like technology? <laughs> I haven't touched any technology since. <laughs> How do you feel about technology? I uh, I, uh, became, I like it. I, I threw all my technology out. Oh, smart. Mm. I actually uh, I got asked. So, like you guys, I imagine you guys get like tech support questions from friends and family occasionally. And one of my friends, who is actually a pretty tech savvy guy, because he's a he's a web dev guy, but he uh, had a problem with his MacBook where he got the uh, the uh, blinking folder. Uh, that's not a, that's not a euphemism swear there that blinking folder uh that's an actual link and so he was asking me like you know is this how, how bad is this basically and uh i having run into that problem uh the answer is pretty bad um and so i think i'm gonna help him take it apart fortunately it's an older macbook pro from like 2013 um so it's actually disassemblable um so i'm gonna help him take that apart and maybe pull out the the drive to at least like make sure it's all wiped and everything but like it is one of the tough things with um because it's ssd based and you know i i've had an ssd fail before and there's basically zero warning is kind of the the unfortunate things about yeah, that you don't get any clicking sound ahead of time yeah exactly <laughs> it doesn't start making funky sounds you just like wake up one morning turn it on it's like nope is dead sorry dead, i will say i'm surprised that in 2017 we still like there are certainly fewer cryptic error messages than there used to be in like the system seven days when you could get like a or system six when you could get like a bomb in a dialog box with a negative number and that was your error code yeah. but i'm surprised that we still go with like hey here's a blinking folder on your screen versus you know some kind of hard drive problem has happened google this phrase or bing right. this phrase right. on another device to figure out what the hell's going on like it's not like it's hard people if somebody comes to you with that problem you say okay let me if you don't remember let me google which disaster this icon for right well which, that's what i did because i i kind of knew it was a bad disc thing but i was like uh i gotta look up exactly what that means because it does have like a specific but they can make name. it easier right they yeah can make i agree it a little yeah, bit i agree simpler um yeah so they, get on that it's interesting with yeah. that well you know Computers, despite the fact that we're used to them being kind of very, very polished piece of technology. I mean, like your iOS device doesn't throw up a lot of warnings, right? Like it tends to, it tends to be something that works well enough that if it's really having problems, you restart it, and if it's anything beyond that, you have to take it in to get fixed, <laughs> right? Like the garbage. it's basically binary. It's like it's either something you can fix with a restart, or it's something you can fix by because the hardware is dead and you need to take it to an Apple store. But like I think I talked about this a little bit last week. I have this problem on my mac mini where there's a process that runs amok and it just like saturates the network connection and i can't like it's a mac mini hooked up to my tv so i can't get into it without then turning on the tv finding a bluetooth keyboard finding a mouse etc and it's really weird and i've googled around a little bit and found one or two other people who've mentioned it but nobody has a fix for it uh, and I and I have no idea. Like it's one of those things. that's just technical enough where it's like, well, yeah, this process has an issue and freaks out, but I don't know why, and I don't know how to fix it. And it's you know, a short of probably reinstalling the entire operating system. Uh, and it's frustrating to get at that level, especially if you have any sort of technical savvy enough to like, oh yeah, if this were certain problems, I have fixed problems like this before. But I generally rely on other people kind of knowing what the issue is. So, you know, we forget sometimes how complicated these things are as pieces of technology. Well, like, did I mention the time that I thought a spider ran into my, my new MacBook Pro? <laughs> uh, you mentioned it on Twitter. I don't think you mentioned it on this show. Okay. Well, I was... That's not, that's not a bug, John. That's an arachnid. <laughs> I was using, using my laptop, and I see this spider start, like, crawling close to it. And, uh, and I went to grab, like, a 
something to get it with. And when I lifted up, it, it ran underneath and then I lifted up and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, oh, my God, did that thing crawl into the air vent? Um, and I thought, well, I'll shut it down and open it up and see, if, you know, because I ha- I'm so used to opening up MacBooks that I don't really think about it. And then I realized that, like, oh, I, you know, the screwdriver set, I don't have the new screwdriver head, um, but my kid had a screwdriver set that had the screwdriver head. So I got I got that and then I tried to open it up and then like it there's some trick to it, right? Because there's like there's like little like things that it pops off on the inside. So once you get the screws out, it doesn't just lift off. It's like you have to like pry it off in like this special way. And I just thought. You know what? Screw it. If he's in there, he's in there. <laughs> what, what you just needed was a tool to just ramp your fans to maximum. Yeah, <laughs> shoot them back that's out. That's what some people said. Yeah, start start playing a video game or fire up Use Photoshop. <laughs> Garage Band. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, it's uh, it, at least it's nice that this is uh, the my friend's computer is old enough that you can take it apart. I mean, there are so many Macs right now yeah. where it's like your SSD is shot. You got to take it in because there's really nothing else to do about it. The good news, John, is it probably didn't lay hundreds <laughs> of eggs in there. <laughs> That's a problem in my office. Like, I think that, like last summer or something, I tweeted like I saw I saw a tiny little spider and I was like, "Oh, like a baby spider." I'm sure it's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure its parents just left it here for daycare. Yeah, right. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> it just wandered away from the herd of tiny spiders. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah technology hasn't solved that problem for no, us yet no uh, thanks for that scientists <laughs> so one of the things that one of the other things that came up last week uh for some reason i mean this comes up periodically or maybe it actually just never goes away um is like people seem to be talking again about apple buying netflix um yeah i saw that yeah and i'm not sure what brought that up again but uh I mean, it's not, I, it's not going to happen. Certainly, don't think they need to buy Netflix. In fact, they probably shouldn't buy Netflix. However, I personally kind of wish they would buy Netflix, <laughs> since Netflix is one of the things that I watch the most. And if it were somehow, uh, you know, slightly better integrated into their stuff, that would work out better for me. Um, and then, <laughs> so selfishly, you'd like to do that. Selfishly, I would like them to do it. Yeah, uh, but I'm not. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not starting an open letter to Tim Cook. I love it when companies spend billions of dollars on things that I personally want. <laughs> That's my favorite. It seems the least they could do after all the devices <laughs> I bought. No, the least they could do is assemble a list of <laughs> tweets by celebrities <laughs> about Apple to buy Netflix. People who say that they must buy Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Apple today announced a series of tweets. Um, the one thing I've noticed like, is that I feel like the Netflix app is not nearly as good as it used to be uh it's back in really the, back in the like I, the early like the I early I, uh, um apple tv netflix app was oh much the better. tv app sorry yeah. well i, I find their ipad app pretty good i think the issue with the tv app is that they at some point i think they basically tried hulu did this too they tried to standardize their right. app so it looked the same on every platform right and rather so it doesn't conform to really any platform's interface conventions mm-hmm. i'm sure it's less work for them but it, it ends up with a product like the Hulu app, I think is just terrible on the Apple TV because it feels incredibly un it doesn't fit with the rest of the TV interface, but it's clearly there because it, it then works the same as it does on my Fire TV, for example. Um, but it's it it's kind of shitty on both of those now rather than being good on one and bad on the other. So they've leveled it out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So anyway, you know, I've actually speaking of the Netflix app and video streaming apps in general on the iPad, I've been meaning to do follow up that I keep forgetting, but you have now reminded me because when I first got the AirPods, I complained on this program that when I would watch video, that they would sometimes not be in sync. And John, you said you did not have that problem. I still don't. I've never had that problem. Well, so my follow up is I no longer do. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it was an iOS update or the firmware update or whatever, but I no longer have those issues. So if you've been holding off on buying AirPods, because like Lex said that sometimes he has sync issues. (laughs) Because of Lex's slow ears. It it always stays in sync now. Don't worry. There you go. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm pretty excited about it. I also, I'm pretty gratified. I'm I'm grateful that most video watching apps at this point support picture in picture on the iPad. Mm-hmm. I am amused by the fact that so many of them do it differently. I'm I'm surprised that Apple hasn't tried to standardize a little bit more. Some apps, like the Netflix app, I believe, you press the home button, it's going to keep playing picture in picture. But like the Showtime app wants you to press the button first to send it into picture in picture mode. And uh, I forget what the HBO Now app does, but it does it, it does its own thing too. And I think that's odd. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like the different perspectives that these apps have on that stuff? Um, well, the well, there's I think there's a built-in control for it if you're using sort of Apple's video player framework. Yeah. And then there's a different control for it. Like you can kind of roll your own because like the Comcast app I was watching on last night had the same thing where I was like, oh, it'd be nice if I could do picture in picture, but it wasn't showing up like in the frame of the video, which is where it shows yep. up if you're using Apple's controller. Right. And it was there. In fact, there was a button, but it was like up in the toolbar and it took me a while to realize that it was actually an option there. So, yeah, I it's in it's frustrating, but I can also understand why, you know, video playing apps want the ability to sort of define their own controls in different places because you're much more understanding than you used to be. Dan. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> there we go. Um, I don't. I don't actually. I hardly ever use the picture-in-picture thing. And I mean, you're more likely to use it probably because you have an, a gigantic iPad. Yes. Um, and I usually just use my iPad. I'm usually working on my MacBook and watch. You know, have something on the side on just a full screen on the iPad. I would actually love if the iPad. If when you're doing picture-in-picture video, you could instead do side-by-side app style with it, basically, because with picture-in-picture, you're covering something. And there are times when I just want to have a full view of one app and then as big a video as I can fit on the other side. And so what you end up doing is like you just put a garbage app on the other side (laughs) so that you can put it on that half. But I I think any app that supports picture-in-picture should also support uh, side-by-side view and they don't the downside to side-by-side view and I, I ran into this last night is that if you have the the aspect ratios yeah mean right. that there's a, a lot of wasted is. space is the is the problem unless you could so do, like, if you could do top and bottom that'd be good and do yeah that would be nice there top or if yeah. you could hold it in portrait and do split mode like top yeah. and bottom or something like that would be pretty good but yeah it's it means there's a lot of blank space on the side with the video player then which is what i was running into last night but yeah i mean at least with the picture in picture overlay you can like move it around um which is nice so like you can you can get it out of the way but yeah i agree that you find yourself moving and be like oh wait hold on i want to see what's in that app wait no i want to see what's in that app and you have to just keep like flicking it around like uh like you're playing air hockey or something god has any generation had it tougher than we have it (laughs) no no There are some who say we are the greatest, General. <laughs> Polio? Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a game you play on horses? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. Compared to moving is. a mo- picture in picture around. Like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
if uh, I was trying to look what else, uh, I think the um, Nintendo Switches start shipping soon because I've started seeing reviews of those. Oh dear! Not gonna get one. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I get mean, one I might get one one day because the, I'm not good, the one. good games aren't coming until later anyway. I and you can't get one now, anyways, right? Like, oh, I could get one. Basically, all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John Moltz. John John Moltz is gonna like. Yeah, he's gonna. I mug kids on this. That's right for their That's Nintendos. <laughs> Yeah, I was much more excited about it when they announced it, and I feel like in the intervening time, some of that excitement has worn off. I read a few reviews. They were mixed. Mm. Um, and like you said, most of the games aren't there yet. So I will probably... And I don't play enough of the games I already have, much less buy a whole new system. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah I, I will say we're really liking the Wii U over here. Really? It gets a lot of use. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> if you're not using yours, send us your games. We'll take it. We don't play. I mean, we it. play it occasionally, but we, it. We, frankly, what we mostly play on the Wii U is the older Wii games. See, we're we're doing a lot of like games that are well adapted to the controller screen, right? So, like Nintendo Land, you've got to use that big fat that's controller. The one, yeah, that's and the one we don't have. Super Mario Maker, you got to do. And they, I don't know, they love it. They also just my it was my son's birthday over the weekend, so he just got Pikmin Three. And the super the the dual disc one that's like Super Mario Brothers and Super Luigi Brothers or something, and they just love that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They're super happy. Yeah. What do you want from me? The they're, Switch. They're the Switch super is not Mario sol- happy. <laughs> nice. The Switch just is not solving a problem that I have. Like I do not want to take my Nintendo stuff with me. I have a phone. I don't need anything else in my pocket. Well, the problem is the kid's probably going to lose it because that's that's what Hank just did with his DS. Three DS, right? Yeah. yeah. I uh, I broke your Wii U, so now you have a problem that it's off. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I I, I guess I'm not sure who you were talking to. Maybe maybe that was Lex. <laughs> that was probably Lex. Yeah. You broke my Wii U. Yeah. Now you have a problem that only a Nintendo Switch can solve. <laughs> oh, I get it. Well, he and the thing <laughs> is, so now he's lost. Totally his, he's it. lost his three. He had a 3DS XL, um, and and lost it on the, our trip to San Diego, uh. And uh, he's, but he still has all the games, like the the little carrier that he had all the games in. That did not get lost. <laughs> so we have all these games that. Well, he's he's eventually, no we're gonna have to buy him another console one, to play. Otherwise, yeah. we have this whole investment sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> it's just I a, there's damn, a, it's a damn cost in there somewhere. Yeah. I would get him a 2ds, frankly, but um, he doesn't want that. He wants the 3d. He wants the, he wants a replacement 3ds XL, but they're two hundred bucks. It's like it seems crazy to get a 3ds XL at this point when the next thing is around the corner. Maybe he shouldn't have lost his. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. I know, so that's why we're not buying anything right now. <laughs> it's like, well, man, you know what? I never lost anything. I never lost anything like really um, great, like anything that was really valuable or whatever. But I had a stuff stolen a few times in school that was always kind of a bummer. And in retrospect, it's one of those things where it's like, especially the one that happened when I was younger, there was a jacket stolen out of my locker. And I I learned later on that, like, my parents were pretty pissed off about it. And yet it never, like, it never got, like, it never got returned. The crime Um, went unsolved. But I was, like, in third grade. Cold case files. (laughs) Yeah, I just, (laughs) kids are dicks is basically what I'm saying. Um, Lex, I knew. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, no, I, I guess I guess it's still sort of sinking in for me. I'm still a little angry about that. It was it was probably about thirty years ago now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I can hold on to it. Mm-hmm. I what I remember is, you know, I didn't lose a video game device, but I we dropped our Game Boys and like the more you drop your Game Boy, the more lines would form across the screen. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would just stop working. And so eventually like you'd had the same way that today the, the equivalent is people using phones with like tremendously oh, cracked and broken screens. I can't do it. I can't do um, it. Um my wife is currently doing it. She dropped oh, hers, but God. she's like mad and she doesn't want to replace the screen and so she just has a giant crack along the side and it reminds me of these game boys with all the lines across the screen but i i had one thing stolen and it was a it was a it was a power book it was oh, my wow. first power book wow Holy crap. we were interning for the summer in los angeles and uh, i left it in the car and they broke into the car and took the laptop. Now, it was dumb oh. to leave in the car. Like, I, w- I was only... Well, I wasn't only mad at myself. I was also mad at the dick who stole it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, uh, you should way be before the I, uh, I twice had backups. my car broken into, and both times they tried to steal it by... And they ripped out the ignition, um, which was... And, and failed to steal it both times as well, and just basically made a mess. Um, but I'll never forget the second time it happened. It was parked outside my apartment, and the guy... Like, some kid probably in his like early 20s shows up in the tow truck to like help me out and takes one look at like the pieces scattered across the floor of the car and just goes what amateur did this <laughs> yeah uh and then they're like oh you're gonna have to like pay a lot of money to get all your door locks replaced or else you're gonna have to end up with two keys and i'm like haha joke's on you my car got broken into four years ago i've had two keys since then screw you <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what power book it was, but it, I think it had the trackball. No, maybe it had the trackpad, like the really gross feeling trackpad, the little square one. Mm-hmm. I think it was a power book 500 series. It was grayscale. I remember that. Wow. I miss it. Yeah. I bought it used off eBay and it worked. It was like back when you could still use eBay for things. <laughs> you can't use, I mean, I use eBay for a couple things now and again, but usually I just use like, I use, I'm always buying from like established companies. Wow. Yeah. That's your first problem. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Dan's still there, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm um, okay. I, I just want you guys to know, and this you can leave this in, Dan. I'm not asking you to edit more things out. I just want you to know currently that my the Mac that I'm using has stopped responding to any input. So you can still hear me, and I can still see that it's recording, but I don't know when or how I'm going to get it to you. Just so you know, like the mouse and k- keyboard there are not responding. <laughs> Speaking of technology so you know. problems. Wow. Yeah. I'm uh, well, that right now. That's exciting. Are you having... Do, do, should we call an ambulance? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay, and it's now, two or so minutes later, because I didn't say anything for a while, it is now back. But it, it definitely, after we record the show, I'm going to save the file and then restart. It was, so just, I just want you to know that. having an All episode. Right. <laughs> that, uh, having an episode is now the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we were doing. <laughs> man, oh, man. You think that's the end? That's enough. Or is it the beginning? Mm. I think no. it's the end. No, it's, it's the not. end. <laughs>